All right, Mike Macknick here, and joining us, Brendan Walsh. He's doing the color for the broadcast today, Union and Merrimack game. And uh, first of all, pretty good matchup today, Brendan. A couple of clubs uh, pretty evenly matched, and should be a good one. Yeah, you look at uh, you know you look at Merrimack, what they've been able to do. Uh, you know, I think we're on the tops in the country in team defense, obviously led by Joe Canada, who's been stellar. And you look at a team that's you know a top ten, top eleven team offensively uh, in Union, and you know that I'm very excited to see uh, Jeremy Welch. He's got a big stick, you know, twelve goals this year already. Just under a goal a game and six power play goals, so I think specialty teams looking at this game, you know, to, to really think of, of this game is special teams are going to be key. Yeah, you got a couple. Of, I mean, it's an interesting matchup uh, for me because. Uh uh, you've got a small school in Merrimack, a small school in Union, too. I mean, we brought this up with Nate Lehman a couple of weeks ago because he had come from Union, of yep. course, and built that program. And, and much like Mark Dennehy had done at Merrimack, taking it from uh, the doldrums, as it were, up yep. until, uh, you know, uh, near the tops of the league and, and almost near the tops of the country. Uh, a lot of similarities there. Yeah, I think, and I think the one thing in similarities is, is the recruiting. I think mm-hmm. Mark Dennehy's gone on record as saying instead of finding, you know, the, the, the players that have, you know, that, that unique, uh, you know, uh, skill set, he's actually finding guys to make a team. I think what Nate Lehman has done at Union and at Providence with some of the additions that he's had, uh, late additions that he's had uh, with the Marman uh, 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 player and uh, the Stefan... Demopolis, yeah, if I can yeah, say his yeah. name, Greek name, uh, is the fact that they may be able to to get and quickly uh, get teams, and and I think that's I think and guys that can uh, play as a team very quickly, and I think that's the one thing I, at least I could identify with when I was at Northeastern with Greg Cronin, uh, the Merrimack team, how quickly they were able to uh, assimilate as a team, and I think mm-hmm. they had a lot of one goal games just like we did at Northeastern early on, but the battle and the compete level, and I think they both both teams have really found uh, success in recruiting and get recruiting special players with big character and big hearts. Yeah, it's, it's a good segue there into recruiting because I wanted to ask you this question, you know, having recruited in the past as an yep. assistant, you know, at Northeastern. One of the things that, that Mark Dennehy has said that he's tried to focus on, another one of the things is finding players from winning programs. Not yep. only players that are good players, but also players that have, you know, have learned and learned how to win and have won at other levels. I mean, in, in your experience as an assistant, uh, how, how do you, I guess, it's easy to take a kid off any winning team, but how do you, uh, how, how are you able to identify that he's going to be able to win at the next level too? Yeah, I, I think that's th- that's key uh, when you, you especially look at um, uh, the players and, and, and the guys you're looking at. When it, kids from winning programs, I think it's a lightning rod for other players. And I think if you can get a core, surround yourself with the guys uh, who have experience with winning, know what it takes to win, uh, and 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 have that that background. If you get some special players who don't have that uh, kind of background and and, and maybe uh, being a part of winning programs, but are special players, I think those players can kind of uh, kind of get them under their wing very quickly and uh, and have them buy into that that concept of what it takes to win uh, on a game in game out. It seems like it also uh, manifests itself in that when you have a program like Merrimack that's trying to, to get up to that next level and, and has been able to do that, you they're not satisfied with where they get to. I mean, the fans, uh, the, the mm-hmm. people around the, the program might say, wow, you know, we, we've never reached these heights before, like being r- ranked number one in the polls. But yep. but then you talk to the players, and, and they're, it's like, well, that's not our goal. We're trying to win a championship. And, yep. and you realize that these are these are kids who have come from programs, and they're used to winning championships, you know, winning titles, winning championships. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it was funny when, when you watched 
uh, last year's Hockey East Championship game and, and, and you, you saw Merrimack and you saw their compete level, I don't think there was one player or, or, or one team that really represented like, you know, this is just, you know, uh, you know, this is just another game for them. This is, the, I think, part of their bigger picture. And even more in the bigger picture, when you, when you come down, and I talked to Glenn Hoffman and, and Bradley Davis there, the, uh, uh, you know, athletic director and the associate athletic director, I think it comes there from the school administration standpoint. I think the school and Merrimack as a whole is trying to, you know, up their profile with some of the things that they're doing here, the expansion to Lawler Arena, which is obviously, it, 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 I think that bleeds down to the players saying, hey, we're, we're putting time, effort, and energy into uh, bu- building facilities uh, that, that, that represent a, a Division One national powerhouse team. And, you know, I think they have some expansion coming next uh, next couple of years with the rink, uh, I think a 5,000-square-foot uh, weight room facility, sports, meta- uh, sports medicine facility. They're adding new athletic programs. And I think that... That goes through through the whole athletic department, and I think I think that is the, it's it's one of those things that uh, the, the school itself I, I, I think really it, it sends a message to the players, and the message and the players send a message back to the school saying, "Hey, we're going to be able to win." And they said, "Oh, you keep winning, we're going to keep building your stuff." <laughs> well, let, let's take a look at bigger picture in terms of the league and uh, where Merrimack fits into that ten two and two seven two and one in the league at this point. I know they've got more games against the Iron as it were in the second half but yeah you know a lot of surprises so far UNH and Maine not where they usually are Providence and Lowell for instance and Northeastern starting to come on uh, it's almost unpredictable but how do you see it shaking out in the second half well I think it just I think it's just a little more of the same from the last three four years that we've had in, in college hockey uh, and especially hockey east of, of the parity in the league and you know you look at um, uh, you know you, you look at the, the second half of the season uh, BU loses a couple of players mm-hmm. Uh, you know, to, to, to various uh, issues, uh, and, and that's going to change the, the makeup of the league. Uh, Boston College being a little more down uh, with, with their with the goaltending issues that, that they've had there with with Muse leaving. So I think it's kind of wide open. And I think the teams right now, I think the teams that are well coached uh, and, and can, can have that compete level every single night of the teams are going to be successful. All right, last question here. You played on a ho- on a hockey East uh, or a national champion team, Maine, in 1999. Uh, what's it take to to get to that level? Uh, you know. For a Merrimack team that's trying to get there, trying to get over that hump, they they, they lose in the Hockey East Championship by two goals to BC last mm-hmm. year. They lose in the first round of the NCAA tournament. For them to go beyond that, what will it take this year? Well, I think they have. I think the number one piece in the puzzle right now is Joe Canada. Uh, he's a Hobie Baker uh, candidate. Uh, very, very. <laughs> as we're getting ready to get out. Yeah, here. good timing. Yeah, um, you know, I think they have the what they need right now, which is is to to have a great goaltending, uh, to have great goaltending, great team defense, and I think they're opportunistic offensively. And I think you know you kind of get into that situation where uh, you know a little bit of serendipity takes some place, but uh, you know Merrimack has shown they can win the tight game, and if you can win the tight games now, I think they come a little easier uh, come the second half. You know, you have that frame of reference to go with. All right, Brandon, good to see you. Have a good broadcast, and uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you.